there's a new prank that I'm doing that I'm trying. It's in its beginning stages. And I'm not, I'm not going to give too many details away because I don't, I don't want to blow it. But for the people listening, I will let you in on it. I'm, I'm doing this thing where I take pictures of elderly celebrities, things that I just get off Google Images, shit like that. And I post them on my Instagram. No context, no captions, no emojis, no words, nothing. And I just, I let them sit there and just see what happens. Just, just call it a social experiment. Call it trolling at level red. Whatever it is, I think it's fun. And I did it the other day. I, my, my first, first try, Michael Caine. Elderly Michael Caine. And these are people who are getting up there in years, okay? They're not like 71, 72. These are people in their late 80s, early 90s. So Michael Caine is close to, I would say, 90 years old. He's a little past his apex, so to speak. And these are the celebrities that I'm doing. So I posted a picture of Michael Caine. No words, no caption, nothing, just to see what the reaction would be. And there were a couple people. I got a couple bites. I got a couple people. One person laughed. Because I think he caught on to what I was doing. And then another person wrote something like, wait, did he die? You don't do this unless somebody's dead. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What, what social media field manual did I miss out on? What, what etiquette book did I not read? Where is that written? I'm pretty sure social media is the Wild West. People are posting whatever the fuck they want. There's, pe there's people posting videos of themselves throwing bricks of ice at subway cars. I can't post a, a simple, innocent photo of an elderly Michael Caine in his twilight years looking beautiful. I'm sorry, what, what tribunal do I sit in front of? What lawyer do I phone? There were a couple friends who messaged me thinking that Michael Caine was dead. They messaged me privately. Why did you post that, this and that? And I let them in and they started laughing. But that's what it is. It's just... I, I did Michael Caine, and I'm I'm gonna like, but like the the whole thing is, you know uh, what I can't I can't post a picture. People think that that's sick. If anybody confronts me, my excuse can be, well, what I didn't write R.I.P. I didn't write anything. I just sim I can't post an innocent photo of Ellen Burstyn. She's a wonderful actress. The Exorcist is one of my favorite films. Requiem for a Dream, beautiful performance. Not really. The lobotomy part was a little much, but. She's had a long, prosperous, fruitful career in Hollywood. So I started out with Michael Caine, probably going to be Ellen Burstyn next, then Gene Hackman. And it is all going to culminate and lead to either Betty White or Morgan Freeman, two of the most beloved elderly celebrities. Michael Caine is up there too, but I just, I wanted to start, you want to start strong. You want to start strong. So that's why I uh, started the prank with, with the Michael Caine picture. You are only... Supposed to post on my birthday. I am, my name is Michael Caine. You are only supposed to blow your bloody boyfriend. Speaking of that, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I hope everybody got dick down nice. I am single. I had nobody. I, I, the last time I went on a Valentine's Day date, I believe was 2017-ish. I haven't dated really in close to three years out of my own will. Um, it's just not something I've been looking for or pursuing necessarily. I've dated a couple people, but, uh, a long-term relationship, a long-standing relationship. I haven't had one really. And, uh, it's, I, I'm starting to realize that, and it's not out of jealousy. And I, I really had to think about why I felt the way I did yesterday, but it's not about jealousy. It's, it's, 
not out of hatred for other people. It's just the fact that Valentine's Day is really one of the most insufferable days of the year, okay? Relationships should be like religion, should be like religion. And by that, I mean, keep your God and your partner to yourself. Nobody needs to see, I do not need, okay, I'm not going to lie. A lot of you on social media, no offense, aren't lookers. What image do you think you are evoking in our heads when you post a picture of yourself sitting on a bed of rose petals? You're not painting your nails. You're not watching Disney+. Plus. It couldn't be, you, you couldn't be any more, you, you couldn't be less subtle if you were pouring a bottle of champagne on your face. I don't know if that makes sense, but you couldn't, you, you, you couldn't send that message any clearer if you, were, if you were soaking yourself in alcohol. And this is both guys and women. This isn't just one or the other. I just, I don't need to just keep it to yourself. I'm glad that you're having, a, I, I'm glad that you're with somebody you're happy with and you're in a, you're in a fruitful relationship and I, I hope you guys Stand the test of time. I hope none of you discover uh, the other cheating on you. I hope you guys are happy. But a lot of you guys, I don't need to see you in a fucking bubble bath together. Especially with those that fucking soap you guys have, like it's it's always preface it's always the the story with like before the the video of you guys in the bubble bath. It's just a, a girl pouring in some kind of weird magic shampoo that she got on Amazon. Yes, hi, yeah, I got this. This is from Colombia. It was brewed in a barn. It is made with a hint of love and a couple of tears. We're not going to say from who. Frankly, we don't know. But here it is. Delivered by Amazon from the Amazon. Going right into my tub. Yeah, bubble baths, rose petal... And even people who are really attractive, I don't need to see either. You guys are all highly arrogant. Everybody just keep their relationships. Just behind closed doors. Okay? That's the way a democracy should be. Everybody's free to do their own thing. Just don't get in. I'm, I'm taking a bit of a civil libertarian stance right now. And maybe I am a little bitter. I'm discovering, you know what, this podcast is not only about uh, speaking on things happening in everyday news, it's also about self-discovery. And I just discovered the fact that, you know what, I think I need to get laid a little more. It's been a while. I think I need to give myself to somebody. Yeah. Well, this has been profound so far. 
Ah, maybe I should a, l- a little less Michael Caine trolling, and and maybe a little more Alfie. That was a, a classic film that Michael Caine starred in. It was remade by Jude Law in I believe two thousand four. Uh, it was a complete bomb. But the Michael Caine Alfie, I think, was pretty good. I should probably put on a bit more of that persona. Maybe speak in his accent. Hello, my name is Alex DeWitt. I am here to take you out on a date. I don't even know if that's... I I, I think i got to work on the impression a little more, but... it's. I don't even know if it has legs. It's walking, but I don't know if it's on stilts. Needs to be hashed out a little more until legs can be fully grown. Yeah, but a little more, I, I, you know what? I'm going to stop with the trolling, do a little less of that, and start start pursuing somebody. Start, you know, I'm, I'm almost 30. I should, I should find somebody to be with and settle down. Hopefully get a farm somewhere. Maybe that's a little much. Probably a nice townhouse in the suburbs. <sighs> Move to New York, go out to Long Island somewhere, live that dream out by the beach, out by Jones Beach. Hang with uh, some of the grandchildren of legendary mobsters. Get into their rackets. <sighs> Here's the thing about the trolling. It's fairly harmless. It's one of the more harmless forms of trolling, the one that I'm doing. I'm not bullying anybody. I'm not naming names. No one's getting called out. No one's getting humiliated. If anything, I'm, I'm jogging your heart a little bit. We've been inside for almost the last year. Nobody's been engaging in physical activity, or at least very few of us. Your, your heart needs a bit of activity. It needs a bit of a jump. And I'm here to provide that for you. I mean, it's, it's not really the funniest troll I've ever done. Who knows? It, it might turn out to be, but one of the funnier trolls is on my birthday, I used to write something very poignant about, you know, the, the, the upcoming year. And I used to write, this is back on, in my Facebook days, I used to write this long status talking about what I want to, things I would like to achieve, things that I would maybe like to change about myself at 25, 26, 27. So I wrote something, I think it was on my 25th birthday, where I said, Turning 25 today, been thinking about the upcoming year and things I would like to do, mistakes I've made, things I would like to change, and I honestly believe that I should stop mansplaining. And I would receive this barrage of comments from people, applauding, smiling, giving me the thumbs up, wishing me the best, and then this one really woke guy would say, that's a really good goal. And I would, I would wait for that kind of comment. And once I got a couple of them in that vein, I would go back up to my status, click edit, and change the stop mansplaining to start mansplaining. So now it was, there's some things I would like to change about myself at 25. I would like to start mansplaining. And I would have these same woke virtue signaling people saying things like, that's a really good choice. Thumbs up. Applause. Smile. All the best. There was even one guy who would say something like, that's what women deserve. 
Now, granted, I am I am critical about the concept of mansplaining. I believe that a variant of it certainly exists, and it is rude and condescending and should stop. I am a little nuanced on it. I, I think that both men and women can be in these places where they come off condescending and as if they're talking down to people. Uh... That was just all fun and games and just me trolling. I don't do it anymore. I, I've moved on to scaring people into thinking that beloved celebrities are dead. So take that as you will. I don't know what that says about me and where I am in life. But as I said before, I'm turning a new leaf. I think I have to get another girlfriend. Anyways, this has been the week recap it's monday by the way it's it's uh, family day in canada president i believe president's day in the united states it's a uh, yeah fun long weekend we're almost a year into quarantine the pandemic it's it's been wild it's been a whole bunch of stuff uh, the tampa bay buccaneers won the super bowl tom brady won uh not uh, not what i was hoping what what i was expecting not what i was hoping i wanted the chiefs to win they're kind of the underdog in the situation. It, it, this is one of the situations where the Chiefs were the underdog and they won the Super Bowl last year. They won last year and they're still the underdog because they're facing Brady. And uh, quite frankly, I usually am uh, a person who, I, I just don't like Tom Brady. I'm a New York Giants fan. I don't like any other Northeast teams. So the Patriots, it's just a no-go. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cheering on Tom Brady, even though he's left the team. But normally, I, I don't root for the underdog. Normally, I don't, I'm not that kind of guy. I, I like, here's my stance, and it might be a hot take to some, but I like people who have worked for their place. If you are the champion, if you're, if you're the Yankees, if you're the Dallas Cowboys from years back, if you're the Lakers, if you are the, the 90 Chicago Bulls, I want you, you have worked your ass off. You have acquired the skill and the talent to, to win championships, and you've earned your place as the rightful champions. And I want you to keep that for as long as you can. I want you to hold that position. I'm a fan of winners. So if somebody comes and knocks you off your position, okay, now they're the champ. I want to see that they've worked for it. I want to see them hold that spot. Like when the Toronto Raptors were playing the Golden State Warriors. The Toronto Raptors were seen as the, the underdogs. And I was secretly cheering for the Warriors because they were the champs. They were almost not quite a dynasty, but they, were, they, they had worked for their place as a great team. And I wanted to see them win and hold that place. Even though the Toronto Raptors, I had grown up watching them. I grew up a, a slight fan. They're fun to watch. They had worked their asses off to get to this point, and I just wasn't rooting for them because they weren't the champions yet. I didn't want to admit that to anybody because I didn't want a stick shoved up my ass in a pool hall because that's where I was watching the games. But that's what I was hoping. When Donald Trump lost the election. He lost the election to Biden. Now, hopefully Biden can, you know, he's older, but hopefully his administration can stay in place until somebody else knocks them off. And now they're in power. 
This is all supposed to be a lead-in, a weird segue into Donald Trump being acquitted by the U.S. Senate. He is not receiving a second impeachment. It was voted this week as constitutional by the Senate, but he was acquitted. And I can't say I'm really surprised at all. I don't really know who was expecting that. I think that uh, it was, it, this was pretty clear. This was, this was going to happen. And I, I don't think still, and I, I've talked about this before, I don't think enough people realize what the word impeach means. I think that a lot of people last year or in 2019, at the end of 2019, when Trump was impeached for the first time, I think a lot of people thought that they would see uh, people bringing furniture out of the White House and loading it up onto a U-Haul with Trump holding a big cardboard box of all his desk contents and walking out the door and into a chopper and on his way to Mar-a-Lago. I think that's what people thought was going to happen. I saw people writing statuses like, bye-bye, Mr. Trump. Now, again, I'm not a Trump fan. I never really was. But I, in those moments, I was like, come on, guys. I know you're voicing your opinion, and I, I know you are voicing your distaste for him, but let's get it together. You got you to gotta be a little more informed than that because you're setting yourself up for some real embarrassment. If you happen to be near uh, an expert in political science or just somebody who is, is political in general, they're going to serve you your ass. And again, I think people just saw that Seinfeld episode where Morty Seinfeld, Jerry's dad, gets impeached as president of, of the Del Boca Vista Condo Association, whatever it was, by his arch rival Jack Klompas because they had a beef going. Now, Klompas, granted, was an asshole, and, and Morty did not deserve impeachment. And it, it was a compelling episode. It's one of my favorites of the whole series. It was the Cadillac episode. It was a two-parter. It was, it was incredibly funny. But you can't get your political information from a 90s sitcom. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah, not, not, I'm not a Trump guy, not a Trump fan, but I, I was definitely not uh, on my knees in shock when I found out that he had been acquitted. Like, let's get real. A lot of big stuff with celebrities getting in trouble. That Gina Carano lady from The Mandalorian, I'll, I'll talk about that for a second. I have a nuanced take on that. Number one, I don't think she should have been fired. She, so Gina Carano was a person who played some weird uh, character. I don't know what exactly. She had a very prominent role. She's an ex-MMA fighter, had a very prominent role on The Mandalorian. She, she became an actress. She, she got hired by, by Disney to be on the show. And she's very outspoken in her conservative political beliefs. Okay, Now, again, I don't think she should have been fired. I'm for people conveying, excuse me, and expressing their politics. It is what it is. Uh, however, I do believe that when you're hired by Disney and you know as a conservative how liberal and democratic Disney is, you should probably have a little reservation in the things that you're tweeting. You should practice maybe a little bit of caution. And that's not exactly what she was doing. Now again, if you know the risks, 
If you know what you're doing, if you know the reaction you're going to get, go ahead. But there is a difference between being courageous and being bold and being outspoken and practicing poor judgment. And that's what I think. I think she was in the middle somewhere. I don't think she was dumb. I don't think she was bad. It just, it is what it is when you work for Disney. They're the epitome of corporatism. I mean, when you get hired by these guys and you're being paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, potentially millions, to shoot a laser blaster around and yell at Baby Yoda, seems like a pretty good gig. I don't know what her name was. It was probably, all the Star Wars people have weird names. It's like Rez Aladar Cormi or some, like some weird gibberish name. It's, it's normally like, I don't know how they make the names up. Because they just, it does seem like gibberish. It just, do they, do they do it the same way Family Guy writes all its episodes on South Park? That one South Park episode with, with the, the heads in the sand, family, when they were, when they were goofing on Family Guy. And it turns out it's just a, the, the Family Guy writer's room is because it's just so random and it's writing. Family Guy, the, the writer's room is just a bunch of manatees. <laughs> a bunch of manatees floating around in a tank and they'll push little tiny balls with with random words on them into into these tubes and then the the balls line up and the five balls with the word those are the subjects those are the themes of each family guy episode so it's bin laden skateboard oprah golf matt damon and that's the episode just something really random. And I feel like they do that almost with Star Wars where they have just manatees pushing little balls into and it's just it's a normal regular everyday name with a gibberish name. So you have somebody named Alice Jargon Stormer. Just something that came to mind. I don't know. Just something just something improvised. Oh God, my sinuses are killing me. I don't know what is wrong with me, but I keep I keep sniffing, and people have told me this. I gotta get a different microphone. People have told me that they can hear me sniffing on. Fuck, I'm I'm like a I'm a nerd. No wonder I'm so outspoken with Star Wars, and I'm not even a big Star Wars fan anymore. I'm just that's Alice Jargon Stormer. She runs the bodega, or the bodega. She runs the cantina. <laughs> it's just Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Bronx. Hello, my friend Jose. Can you tell me where the L train is? I am here to meet a man. I am here to meet a man in Brooklyn. He apparently has a starship that can bring me to the outer regions of the galaxy. Hello? It's just a hooded guy. It's just Obi-Wan Kenobi running, walking around the Bronx, and he's in a basketball court. Hello, I would just like to... Do, do, can you give me directions to the L? He just wants to know where the subway is, and everybody's giving him a hard time because he's just an old white English guy with a hoodie on. Everybody thinks he's trolling. He leaves the Bronx. He's like, you'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy in all of the galaxy. And everybody's like, well, hang on. What are you talking about? This is the Bronx. There's, there's some good people in the Bronx. 
Are you being racist, Obi-Wan Kenobi? Can you tell me where Madison Square Garden is? I would like to go to the Cardi B concert. And then I will take a starship out to the outer regions of the galaxy. He sees Cardi B's ass. That is no moon. That's a space station. I am Bronx Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, yeah, she, I, I, whatever it is. Anyway, so Gina Carano. Yeah, I don't think she should have been fired, but I think if you have conservative views and you're outspoken about them and you're controversial with a lot of them, you should probably be cautious about writing them on Twitter when you work for Disney, especially when you're comparing today's political climate to Nazi Germany. Both, both right and left people do that all the time whenever there's something they don't like. they And 90% of the time, 95% of the time, that comparison is inaccurate. And it's overblown. And it's trivialized. And then the other 5%, there's slight similarities. But very rarely is there an exact similarity between the tyranny of Nazi Germany and, and here. Like, let's get fucking real. So I think that was the final tweet that she she released, or it was on Instagram, I think, something like that. And that set people off. That was the spark that finally... She had released tweets before that that people, had, I guess, maybe warned her about. And that was, that was it. That was finally it. And this was, I believe, Tuesday or Wednesday. So again, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't think firing's the way to go ever, unless somebody's an immediate threat to people on set or in the workplace. I don't ever think firing is the way to go. Do we really want people out on the fucking street with, with, if you think this person has bad ideas, do you honestly think they'll fare any better out going rogue on the street with no job, with no nothing? Do we really believe that that's the play? And I get there's the argument people always bring up. Well, you know, these people, they make the working environment more uncomfortable and they make people feel unsafe. I, um, I've seen these Star Wars sets, the sets of these big budget television shows and action movies. Nobody speaks to each other. None of the stars mingle together. None of them are friends. They all, they all have their own property rented out. Like the guy Pedro Pascal, the guy who plays the bounty hunter, he's probably got a farm field all to himself. This is the power that Disney has. All the other stars have, a, have office buildings, all, all decorated, and they, they have their own offices and their own trailers and their own, their own properties where they can just hang out and do what they want in between filming. And I feel like Gina Carano is one of those people that doesn't really need help from any PA. She looks like she'd elbow you in the face just for trying to wire her up. I don't need a help from anyone. I'm an independent woman. I can do it myself. I put other people in leg locks for a living, or at least I did until I was hired by Disney, where I'm looking to have a long and prosperous career. Uh, 
So yeah, again, I'm very nuanced. I don't think she should have been fired, but I think she should have maybe practiced a little bit of discretion when tweeting those things out while working for Disney. But at the same time, and this is where the real nuance comes in, I think Disney should grow some balls. They're afraid that one fucking dime is going to fall out of their pockets. That's not true. That is not true. Like, let's get real. Do you honestly believe that Star Wars fans, after all the shit that they've complained about and they're still around, they're still watching Star Wars, avid avid fans of Star Wars, do you honestly believe that because Gina Carano is conservative, they're just going to stop watching Star Wars now because they don't like what one of the stars has said? Do you honestly believe they're going to boycott fucking Star Wars? Like, seriously, everybody gets the pass. Mark Hamill could be pulled over by the police with a Bulgarian family found in his trunk. And the cops would be like, yeah, come on, Sarge, he's Luke Skywalker. What what are we we going to put Luke Skywalker in the can? Look, he probably fucking found that at the, he went to to the, the car lot, all right? He wanted to rent a car. He was in town. And somebody, he probably got a stolen one that was found off the lot and just left there, and, and it came into his hands. So he, he's not responsible for this. But, yo, but he's got, he's got blood on his knuckles. You can see the blood. On, yeah, it's probably from a, an altercation. There was probably a Star Trek fan that fucking ran into him, maybe a Harry Potter I, I think we got to look out for these Harry Potter fans, man. They're like, that fucking J.K. Rowling, like, she's super problematic. Like, let's be real. But, like, he's Luke Skywalker. Like, he's almost 70 years old. He can't just take on a whole family and put them in the trunk. Like, what are we doing? There's there's someone's guts dripping from the side of his head. Yeah, but, like, again, like Harry Potter. It was the Harry Potter fans. He probably had an altercation. He probably was surrounded, and he had to defend himself. But it's this family, like, I don't know, that's probably somebody else. And they let him go. They let him go. He could get away with shit like that. I mean, that's just hypothetical. But Harrison Ford, one time, crashed his plane into a golf course. Kept flying. Almost senile. He's almost 80 years old. Should, be, should have his wings taken away. Should willingly stay out of a cockpit. Crashed his plane into a golf course. Didn't learn his lesson, only got in a plane again, kept flying, only to crash again like last year. So he's crashed his plane two times. And people are like, well, he's, he's Harrison Ford. It's, he flew the millennia. He's, he's Han Solo. He should have had Chewbacca with him. That's it. That's all you need. These guys would get away with anything. These guys would get away with anything. No one's going to stop watching Star Wars because of a conservative's opinion. No one's going to stop watching Star Wars because you, you had a controversial tweet. These people are sociopaths. They're as loyal as loyal comes. Anyways, uh, I think I'll end it there, guys. Everybody calm down. Everybody everybody, sh- shake someone's hand you disagree with. Try to do that. Shake someone's fucking, everybody, let, let, let's, you know what? It was just Valentine's Day yesterday. You can still spread the love all throughout the year. It doesn't just have to be reserved for one day in February. Everybody, let's, let's just walk up to somebody and just start making out with them. 
I'm sure they'd appreciate it. They haven't made human contact in almost a year. Anyways, thank you for listening. Something's Off Podcast on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Take it easy.